Hello, everyone. This is Greg Aiden with another episode of Servant Leadership Podcast, uh, coming to you live from Denver. And today I have a very special guest. I believe she's in Canada today, but she makes home in Utah, Dr. Kelly Olson. How are you today? I'm doing really well, Greg. It's great to see you again. Good, good to see you. You say you're up in your mom's uh, house and where in Canada? <laughs> uh, up in Ontario. So, and as I look out the windows, it is so snowy and blowing mm. and very cold. So yeah. it's definitely winter wonderland up here. Well, we got, uh, we, as in Denver, received about five inches yesterday over the course of the day. Now it's beautiful blue skies, won't reach probably higher than 38, but and then more snow uh, expected. So before we get too far, let me introduce to uh, my audience the guest today. Dr. Kelly Olson is a neuroscientist, author, and keynote speaker who believes in assessing and addressing disease requires an integrative approach. For two decades, Dr. Olson has helped biotech companies in the sleep, genomics, and biotoxin space deliver laser-focused teaching on molecular pathways. And Dr. Kelly Olson, I could go on and on about your education and your experience, but I, I just want to get right to it with you. And I, I just have to ask, how did you get involved in this? And then tell us what you really do and then really want to get into the why. Why, Kelly, did you decide to dig into this piece of medicine, sleep, and everything else you do? So it's all yours. Tell us how you do it and, and what you do. How I got involved with this is it's a little bit of a, I would say kind of a little bit of a twisty, turny kind of pathway that got me here. So I started off in law enforcement and I was, uh, I was a border, border patrol. And I thought that by protecting my country, you know, I'd be, I, I, that, that's what would make me come alive. Mm -hmm. And, and it did for, for a time. I really, really enjoyed it, but there was something always calling me to medicine. And so I got into sports medicine. I thought being from Canada, that hockey is life. And I thought sure. maybe right. Being a uh, sports medicine, athletic therapist, a trainer, would be something that I would love. And I was right, I did, but there was still something missing. And so I decided to get into uh, my PhD and really focus on the molecular side of health and wellness. And it led me down the path of cognitive dysfunction and a lot of brain work. And so I thought, you know what, this is where my passion is and this is where I wanna stay. Sure. And, you know, I never looked back. I, I absolutely love it. And so that's what got me here in a very nutshelly type way. Um, and, and what I do is there's a lot of different things. So the things like this, so I love to do um, podcasts and I love to do webinars and things where we can really reach a lot of people and talk about health and wellness. I do a lot of corporate wellness as well, a lot of health coaching um, I work with health healthcare providers to help them get their patients well faster. And then, like you mentioned, I do a mm. lot of speaking. So it's kind of um, it's kind of a well-rounded approach, I think, to get to more people to really encourage them how to live a healthier life. Let's talk about healthier life and and what it is that you absolutely recommend. And I'm going to go out on a limb here, Kelly, and say you probably live your advice. Yes. 
I do. I sure do. But I'll tell you on the days that I don't, I feel just a tiny bit guilty. And then I think, wait a minute, we're human. It's okay to make mistakes. (laughs) So I try very hard. No, you're uh, you're you're looking at a man who is an executive coach and leadership development guru, and I find myself having conversations where, and I ask myself, now, would you recommend your your clients talk to their followers that way? So, mm-hmm. uh, especially with my boys, there's something uh, that I picked up on in your in your uh, from your website. The fundamental she believes in the fundamental building blocks of life, molecules, and you said molecular earlier. Uh, I don't want to say dumb it down, but share with us, how did you get into that particular area and why are molecules and me, me, the molecular view of things are so important to you? Well, and th- that's a great question. I, I love talking about sort of the, the basis. If you think of um, a home in a lot of homes have a basement then they've got a main floor and a lot of times they'll have a a, a second floor Mm -hmm. the molecular side of health and disease is very much like a basement it's the foundation of the house and the molecular the way i look at molecules in the body is very much like the basement or the foundation of your body And being able to both understand and manipulate those molecules in a really healthy way, and I'll I'll share with you a lot of easy ways to do that, really speaks to building a healthy foundation. And Mm -hmm. I think that is so important in medicine. Too often, we're just too reactive, and we really should be looking at preventative um, ways to keep us healthy. It's interesting you bring up the word foundation clearly in my work with organizations and they're talking about teams and trust and uh, vulnerability and authenticity. You look at families, you look at relationships, Kelly. I mean, think about those that you've been in and and I'm just circling back in my mind that the best ones have always had a strong foundation Mm -hmm. built on, you know, things and everything else can be built on top of. So continue with with that and and then try to if you if you don't mind speak to the audience around what they should be listening for so that they can understand and also so that they can take some of your advice or follow you on a variety of opportunities but how can they get how can they get healthy right and so i think some of the biggest things and you touched on them as well is when we look at whatever it is we do, whether we're a mom or a dad at home with our kids, whether we're grandparents dealing with our grandkids, whether we're executives, you know, in a, a high stress position, it, it runs the gamut. These little things that we can do, we always look at health as a, you know, um, an all or nothing. And, and yeah. it's just not that way. And that's why mole- molecules to me really made sense because just because you may not get it right everywhere. And let's face it, we're all like that. We all mm-hmm. have either a sweet tooth or, you know, um, on, on a Sunday, we're all watching football and we should be, you know, maybe out there being a little more active. There are times where we have to give ourselves grace as well. Um, okay. And so at the molecular level, there's a lot of give and take. There's a lot of grace that can happen, but there's also so much good and so much health that can come from paying attention to the little things. And so that's very much what I like to talk about is not the all or nothing. It's the, let's start to build this into a lifestyle so that it isn't something that is unattainable or you 
feel bad about if you miss something. So that's really where that molecular, I guess, basis comes from. And I always focus on that first. Well, you said feel bad about something and I, and I have three or four examples in, in my mind, but I will I'll just shorten it down to, we can make ourselves feel mm-hmm. any way we want to. I, and I don't mean from a physical standpoint, but we can tell ourselves we're okay uh, when, we're, when we're afraid. We can tell ourselves that I'm okay doing this, give ourselves grace, but what are some of the what are some of the suggestions you give your your clients or your your talks? Well, and and let's not forget that again. That's a really great way to kind of walk into what do we need to do. But okay. let's not forget too that there are there are medical conditions right that really do need to be addressed ahead of time. Some of us do have those. Some of us do not. And so where I'll go with this are the folks that don't have those medical conditions that they're dealing with. It's more of a, gosh, there's so much. Where do I get started? I'm so tired. I'm so stressed. How do I start? So, yeah. so let's focus really on that. Okay. Um, just to be clear, and, and folks can get help. I mean, so many healthcare providers really know how to look at the whole person. And so there's lots of ways that you can get help by a medical professional if you so choose and need it. Okay. So how I start off with folks and how I really start to get them feeling better is I get them to tell me some of the things that they enjoy doing. And so if they enjoy going, like my mom, for example, is a perfect example. She enjoys going for a walk every morning. And some folks may say, well, that's not enough. You know that I, I got to get to the gym. I, I, I have to lift weights. And, you know, I, I totally, I love lifting weights. I think that's really great. Muscle is really helpful for metabolism. It's awesome. And so many other things. They call it the, the seed of longevity, muscle, muscle health. But going for that walk, if that's something you love to do, then let's do it. Mm-hmm. Let's do it in the morning and maybe after a meal at lunch or, or, or supper or dinner, as we call it, sure. um, just to start to work on managing that glucose or blood sugar. Walking is amazing for that. Okay. I'll ask them, okay, tell me what else do you enjoy doing? Well, I enjoy cooking for my family. Great. So let's, let's look at maybe adding some healthier choices. So instead of some processed foods or maybe something from a can, let's go ahead and add some more fresh veggies to that seasonally, you know, maybe some root veggies, et cetera. Will you start doing things that give you more energy, um, that fuel your body instead of just feed your body? Um, You you do all of these things, all of a sudden you start to kind of, your mood changes a little bit. Mm, And, and like I said, there's a lot that we can do with thoughts, certainly. And, and you're a, a huge proponent of that, you know, of, of your thoughts really leading, you know, into how you feel, what you do. Um, but yeah, it's simple things like that. Amazing. Well, you, you, uh, you, gave, you gave my simple brain uh, just the difference or the distinction between fuel and feed. Mm-hmm. It, it's interesting that you brought up a, a few things and I enjoy doing. I love moving. I, I mean, I, I, even, even prior to a very important meeting, I might just throw down as many pushups I can do, run in place, jumping jacks, not because I'm going to look any different to them, but I know my eyes when I, when I, when my heart is pumping or has been pumping, I have a whole different look. 
Yeah. I don't know if you if if you uh, uh, suggest that we should, but in my work, Kelly, I actually ask my clients to look themselves in the mirror. Mm-hmm. Not from a healthy standpoint, but is this person telling you the truth? Right. Do you believe in yourself? Do you believe you're, you can do this? Or do you believe you're what other people are saying about you? So I, I get them to see themselves in the mirror. And, and, and I guess I'm just going to ask you, what, what would a person gain in your line of work if they were to spend more time really identifying the, the most important person in their life themselves? Right. I think, and that's great that you do that. And I, I absolutely, there's a whole bunch of studies that have been done. Dr. Carolyn Leaf, like leaf off a tree. Mm -hmm. She is absolutely famous for her um, research on the power of positive thinking, the power of affirmations. And, you know, as a molecular scientist, I have to see a lot in order to really you know, buy into um, the science behind this. Either I have to do it, I have to see it. It's a little bit different with my faith because you don't always see, you know, all of that. But when it comes to the power of affirmations, like what you're talking about, there was a study that was done and I can't quote the author right now, but this perfectly illustrates how I feel about this. It was um, a study that was done with a uh, container of water in, and you've probably heard of this, Greg, but in a, in a very cold, uh, cold room and what was piped in was acid rock and heavy metal. And, and I'm not saying that's bad when you're working out, it feels good, but it was just this heavy, hard music was being piped into this room as this container of water was being frozen Hmm. in another room was another container of water. And what was being piped in was very, um, very calming, very classical music, very relaxing. And what they wanted to look at was, was there a difference in the crystalline structure of that water as it froze? Interesting. And you know what? There was. So the, the one with the heavy rock and the, all the dark music and all the rest of it playing on it, it just had a gnarly crystalline structure. There had, there was no symmetry. There was not just very gnarly, still froze, but just yeah. really gnarly. The one where there was that the music that was uplifting and it was calming and what have you, the crystalline structure was absolutely perfect. It was hmm. beautiful. It was lined up. It was just this, the symmetry was amazing. So wow. that goes to show you, and water is made up of atoms, right? Yep. And we're, yeah. you know, we're cells, we're atoms. And so it speaks to very foundationally that the power of what we listen to, what we tell ourselves, what we see in the mirror, mm. because you said it right when you said, you know, it's that authentic, genuine look. It's not looking at yourself going, you know, something that you don't believe and then trying to fit into that. Right. You know, because sometimes that can be disingenuous and that's not what we want to try to promote. Right. Mm-mm. We want that authenticity. And so. I remind people of just the, again, the little things, like if you don't feel comfortable looking in the mirror and saying all that stuff, just say, you know, you got this or, you know, that meeting that's coming up, you're already ahead of it. You got this. Mm -hmm. So I'll say encouraging things that way. And then I'll start to feel comfortable with that kind of feeling of looking in the mirror. And then I'll start to say things like you did great today with your diet. 
yeah. way to walk around that block four times today or whatever it may be to affirm that what you're doing is really helpful for your body. Super yeah. simple stuff. Really well, simple. I'm a big proponent, Kelly, of uh, kind of logging how we spend our time. And there's really five, six, maybe seven overall categories. And clearly sleep and work are, are the majority of how we spend our time. And I notice you're all over sleep. Mm -hmm. I mean, you talk a lot about sleep and there's a lot of great information on Dr. Kelly Olson uh, uh, website, if you want to find out more about it. But talk to us about sleep and why is it I mean, I, I believe we understand why it's great to rest our body and get a good night's sleep. But from your point of view, your vantage point, why is sleep so important? And how do you, how would you coach us to uh, get more out of our sleep? Right. There's, and there are so many reasons why, and certainly we could do probably two or three podcasts just specifically on sleep. And I do on my website, like you mentioned, I do have or will be uploading modules on, you know, sleep in the immune system, sleep and brain function, mm. you know, all of those things, because it's so critical. Now, I don't know if you're like me, but I do struggle sometimes with getting the proper sleep. And, and what I mean by that is, is not just hours. Yeah. You know, some people say, oh, I can survive on five hours. Well, that's all you're doing. You're just surviving. You're not thriving. You know, what yeah. could you do if you had more sleep? And so I struggle too. And so a couple things that I really like to focus on are the timing, um, the hygiene, and what it does. Like, you know how we talked about fuel versus feeding the body right well there's there's also quality of sleep that really matters too so we'll talk about that so let's okay. start with the first one so the length of time now this will vary and it varies by age sometimes it can vary a little bit by gender but typically for folks that are you know in their 20s up to their 60s typically speaking you're looking at seven to nine hours of sleep and that's the sweet spot for most of us. Okay. Now, again, with chronic illnesses and different things, it can vary. But typically, that's what you're shooting for. When it comes to things like sleep hygiene, people roll their eyes when I tell them this because things like what we're talking on right now, you know, our laptops, um, you know, our, our phones, our iPads, all of that generates an electromagnetic field. Now, whether you just sort of believe that or whether you're a hardcore researcher on that, that blue light is something that most folks will not say, you know, that they don't deny. Sure. So being able to turn that those things off, that blue light off an hour before bedtime is so critical. Now, okay. so, so much so that the smartphones have that, you know, that night shift option on it. And it turns everything kind of a sepia tone on your mm. phone. Yeah. In some instances, that's by design, because that cuts that blue light. When it comes to temperature in the room, very important as well. Around anywhere, some people like it cold, they like it around 65. I like it about 68. But that's sort of a range where people are, you know, um, maybe set your thermostat to reflect that, you know, so you're getting into bed and it's cool on the outside. So you're not sweating under the covers. Sure. That's an important piece, too. And another one is, is get a routine together. So if you have a bath 
and maybe um, a cup of herbal tea at night. As long as there's no caffeine, herbal teas don't have caffeine. Sure. They may tuck their kids in, read them a story. That's part of their routine. Mm. Our bodies love um, a process, a routine of sorts. And nighttime is a perfect way to do that because it starts to get you sort of calming and get you ready to lay down and go to sleep. Some people will even set their phones an hour before they go to bed. They'll set an alarm and that reminds them, ah, it's time to start to, you know, wind things down again. Yeah. And well, I, I, when, you, you said, you said bath and, and I'll say shower. There's yeah. to me a, a little bit of exercise, nothing real heavy. Um, mm -hmm. and I like to, I like to read, but unfortunately I read on my phone. So I probably should just read more books. I actually miss the smell of a book. I, I was talking right. to a, a group of young uh, professionals the other day, and she, she said, uh, I read 150 books a year. Wow. And, and I thought to myself, I don't know that I've read 150 books in the last four years. <laughs> but God bless her. Anyway, so I, I hear you on routine. I, and I say, I say shower prior makes me sleep better. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. My partner loves it 65. I like it 67. So good to hear we're, we're in good shape there. Yes, that's um, right. So when you, when you describe the, uh, I know there's hours in our, in our uh, Fitbits and Apple watches, they, they now track not only when you close your eyes and when you open them, but then there's deep sleep. There's, uh, you know, uh, not deep sleep or me medium sleep. But I guess if, if you had to put a number around deep sleep, what would you say that goal might look like? Or do you believe in the need for deep sleep? Oh, yes. Yeah, very much so. Deep okay. sleep is really, that's where we do a lot of organizing of uh, files that we've created throughout the day in our brains. Hmm. Um, that's where we, when we also find that our immune system starts to really regenerate and rejuvenate. So I always tell people, make sure you're in bed a couple hours before midnight, because typically speaking, our bodies really start to um, in, try to improve or optimize our immune systems from tw 12 midnight to 2 a.m. ish. So okay. again, it's not written in stone, but you know that's sort of the time frame. Deep sleep is so critical that if you're a very light sleeper, and I bet you a lot of your podcast listeners out there are, if you're new parents, um, you just learn to become a light sleeper, right? You know that. Yeah. I mean, you just, any little sound and it wakes you up you train yourself, that doesn't necessarily allow you to get into that deep restorative sleep. And mm -hmm. so we definitely need to promote that as much as we can. But it's kind of like work in our core. It's really hard to pick one set of ab muscles and say, that's what I'm going to work on. I got you. Right? The same kind of idea with sleep, things that will promote you kind of cycling in and out of that deep and lighter sleep is a lot of that hygiene we talked about. Another one is ceasing the use of um, caffeine at a certain time in the day as well. Most of us know when our threshold is. Some people can't drink more than a cup of coffee. And if they drank more, they would be up you know, into the evening. Coffee or caffeine has a really long half-life. Okay. So by the time your body gets rid of, say, 50% of the dose, which is that's what half-life is, mm -hmm. it's well after 12 hours. 
Wow. And so you can well appreciate that some folks, it'll hang around longer. They simply just can't sleep. So getting rid of caffeine. Um, a lot of people like to drink a glass of wine before bed. That has been found to be one glass of wine that the, the jury's still out as to how how good, how bad it is for you. But we did a, a study when I was working on um, sleep quality. I was in biotech med devices. And we looked at the quality of someone who had two glasses of wine versus someone who didn't have anything. So it was like a, almost a um, placebo type thing. They just sure. had a glass of water. The one that drank the wine slept really well the first half of the night. But the second half of the night, they were very restless and very sporadic in their cycling. Hmm. And so to a lot of people, you know, that glass of wine may not be worth it. To some people, they may not even notice it. Yeah. So, but, but watch how you feel during the day. If you spring out of bed and you feel great, awesome. But let's see how you feel during the day because that glass of wine or that snack at night yeah. may not necessarily be serving you very well. Great so, information. Yeah. yeah consider I, that. You know what I love about this conversation, Kelly, is the, the uh, I don't want to say simplicity, but the application, mm -hmm. the, the raw good information around what it is that you do. But what's your why behind all of this? I mean, you could have done anything. And, and I know you, you started out in, in the, the Border Patrol and then you got into sports medicine and, and now this. But when you, you look at your life today, and you're describing a 12 year old, you're riding up an elevator with her or him, and they look at your name tag and it says Dr. Kelly Olson and something about what it is you do. And they just look up and say, why do you do that? What would you tell that person? Gosh, that is such a good question. I, for, for me, I would say because I've lived it, you know, because I've, I do what I do because I know I can help people. In, in the health and wellness space. And the reason why is, okay, sure, I have education, I have experience, that's fine. And I think that's important. Sure. But I, I've been there, you know, I've struggled with these things. I've, mm -hmm. you know, really pushed the envelope with sleep and brain gut connections. And, and I've learned, I've read and I've studied, and then I've learned how to coffee filter it down into more simple pieces so yeah. i know i can help people and that just makes me feel incredible when i know i can do that so mm. that would be my why beautiful i yeah. a, um yeah i and again i i love that because it, it's pure mm. and it's there's no there's no alternative motives you you know because you've, you've lived it you know because you've experienced it and I just, I, I love to work with people, Kelly, who actually want to help other people get better. And just this podcast, uh, you know, one of my, one of my loves in life is to collaborate, mm -hmm. to collaborate with good people. So great things can happen and other people can, can become better. And it's, it's simple. Uh, yeah. And maybe I like it simple, but um, you're, you're no simple person. I know that. And, but I appreciate you communicating in a way that anybody listening, whether they're 12 or 72, can take a snippet of what you shared with us today, Kelly, and, and put it to work. And thank you. Good.
Good. Oh my gosh, it's my pleasure. And I, exactly what you just said is what is what we really need to live by because it can get so overwhelming. There's so much coming at us, but living and 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 moving towards sort of those simple goals that builds a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And and let's face it, we can all use you know some some really good positive, um, you know, knocks what is it taps on the shoulder or pats on the back to say, Hey, you're doing, you're doing well. Yeah. Um, but let's just keep going. Let's make this a lifestyle. So, yeah. yeah. So I appreciate what you said. Thank you. I, I hear you. And, and we need to be our own advocate. We, we need to start with our inside out and remind ourselves that we're, uh, we may not be exactly where we, where we want to be, but some, in some cases, no one's coming. I mean, yeah, you can read all you want and, and, and soak it in, but unless you apply it to yourself and what it is you want, uh, but no one's knocking on your door saying, you know, how may I serve you today? Yes. So, I appreciate right. the insight. Again, Dr. Kelly Olson uh, visiting with us today live from, uh, from Canada, but she makes her home in, in the Salt Lake City, Utah area. Look her up. She's a fantastic human being to begin with. You can you can hear just from what we've shared in the last 30 minutes or so that there's a lot to learn from from her. So look her up, follow her and become a fan. And, and for those of you listening again, this is Greg Aiden with Aiden Leadership Servant Leadership Podcast. And we took a little turn today to find out what it might be if we looked ourselves in the mirror and, and told ourselves that we're OK, but get some sleep, eat well and move. God bless you, Kelly Olson. Thank you for being with us today and look forward to seeing you soon. Thank you. I really appreciate it.